When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The FT. The other day I was invited to a dinner for non-executive directors to talk about women on boards. Even though I'd much rather watch MasterChef on the television than go out and discuss this most worn-out of subjects, I said yes because I liked the person arranging it. Before the event, I had to send in a brief bio, so I dashed off something that went like this. Lucy Kellaway is a journalist on the FT. She's on the board of Admiral and has written various books. It was short, to the point, and based on a model favoured by Ronald Reagan. A friend told me he had seen his delightfully succinct bio at a grand do in the 1980s. Ronald Reagan is President of the United States, it said. In due course, I received a list of the other guests' bios and saw how outlandish my single sentence looked among the short essays they'd submitted. I now see that there's a problem with the Reagan model. It doesn't work quite so well if you aren't President of the US – Indeed, the less important you are, the more words it seems you need. But looking at these bios, containing facts like X played intercollegiate basketball three decades ago or Y serves on the board of 17 charities, made me wonder about this trickiest of literary genres. How long should they be? What should they contain? It seems the bio is trying to do two things – To say who you are and to show you're different from, and more interesting than, other people. Most overdo the first by being too long and underdo the second. I've given the matter some thought and come up with eight rules for making them better. 1. No bio should ever contain more than five positions or achievements. 2. No one should include sentences like this. I had responsibility for driving the success of marketing capabilities across many geographies. Not only is it not English, no reader could care less. 3. Keep the bragging down. Adjectives should be forbidden. The philosopher Roger Scruton tells us in his bio his thinking is powerful, which I knew already, but him saying so makes me start to doubt it. 4. Spice up success with a bit of failure. The one thing that all bios have in common is that everything anyone has done is always a great achievement. To admit to difficulty can make you braver, more interesting and more open. So Sir Howard Davis might consider amending his bio to say that he resigned from the London School of Economics in tricky circumstances involving the Gaddafi regime. It would be a lot more revealing than telling us, say, that he's an honorary fellow of Merton College. 5. Honorary degrees have no place on bios and neither do awards. Surely Jeff Immelt doesn't need to tell us he's been voted among Barron's world's best CEOs three times. To do so is coarse and an invitation to the GE chief to fall on his face. 
In writing this, though, I'm uncomfortably aware that a couple of ageing and piffling awards are mentioned on my own page on FT.com. There's no excuse. 6. A little personal detail is quite acceptable, especially if it sounds exotic. The trouble is, bios routinely pretend home life is blandly blissful. X has one perfect daughter, says the bio of one top businesswoman. Another reads, married with three children and spends most of her time outside work on various sporting touchlines. One man I know includes on his bio, married, two children. It would have been so much more interesting if he had told a fuller truth. Married for the fourth time, one child each by wives one and three. Seven. Hobbies are perfectly acceptable. In the bios I've been studying, I found likely to be found with her nose in a book and enjoys extreme gardening, reckless skiing and grouse shooting. These are useful as they tell me who I might like to meet and who I might not. Eight. Most cringe-making of all is to say you are in demand on the speaker circuit or make regular appearances on radio and TV. Such claims are ubiquitous and flabby. My favourite bio after Reagan's comes from a conference my husband has just attended. It begins, Thomas Kramer was born in Transylvania. He survived the concentration camps of Bergen-Belsen. Then briefly lists some of the businesses he started and ends, Thomas Kramer and his wife, Lady Allison, live in a minor Elizabethan manor house. I like this, but it gives me a depressing thought. Maybe business bios are dull and predictable, because the lives of successful business people are mostly dull and predictable too. Concentration camp survivors and aristocratic wives being rather thin on the ground. The FT. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.